Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. All right, this thing is on, and we are back. We haven't been deactivated by our wives after Electric Picnic, but that's because the episode's only been up for about 24 or 36 hours, and as we know, life reaches a tipping point where <laughs> people discover things, people listen, someone isolates a clip, the clip goes viral. I'm looking at you, Adrian Barry. I don't know what you're looking at me for. I don't remember anything. I was pissed. In fact, I'd taken a lot of hard drugs. <laughs> it was Electric Picnic. That's just the way shit was going. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, it, was, uh, it was two o'clock in the afternoon, and we were all completely stone-cold sober, but you know, certainly some of us got carried away. Funny so enough, schedules have been cleared for the next month. <laughs> I don't need to schedule anything. It turns out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> schedule <laughs> Okay, for anybody who missed our last episode, uh, which did actually go up two episodes ago because we had our special with... Um can I just stop you before? Are you, what are you about to do now? I'm about to recap. Can you not do that? I'm about to recap. Could you please not? I'm asking you. Okay, okay. Then you've got to go back and listen to the full unedited yeah, version of the uh, Electric Picnic episode where Adrian talked about um, the, the joys of the uh, birthing suite. Yeah, like you brought that up before. Yeah. I think he's not here to defend himself, so the main thing that came out of that is Dave McIntyre set himself a deadline to get the snip. For next year. It's a, it's next year <laughs> if he was sitting here, he would also be saying, listen, lads, I was high. That was, uh, that was not a thing that actually happened. He booted that willy-shaped can down the road as far as he could kick it. It's weird because he, does, he doesn't seem to have any great objective... Uh, objection to actually doing the thing. Like, ah, he does, he does, he does. He's like, the, he talks about pain. Why no, would anybody I mean, volunteer for... There's no, like, there's no, philosophically, there's no, oh, you know, the sort of existential kind of, do I really want to get that done? Because, you know... Oh, Nathan, Nathan just turned his mic on. Welcome yeah, to... Uh, that would help. It's Jesus like, Christ, it's where we did this on a professional basis every day of our lives. Like, it, he's, he's not feeling that it lessens him as a man. He's actually seems like that's, you know, that's the great sort of existential debate about whether you get the snip or not. Really? That, yeah. that doesn't enter my thinking at all that this well, would lessen me as a man. Well, on some base level, right? That's what it comes back to. Do you think right? so? Yeah, it's like, is that not? Am I? Am I? Have I totally miscarried? Oh, well, that you, I you revealed your own. Well, possibly. Atmosphere. I mean, I'm okay. As 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 has been evidenced on this podcast on several occasions. It's I'm mostly your wife's uh, innermost stuff that you're revealing, as opposed to your own. <laughs> Move on. Um, <laughs> Oh my God! What was I saying? <laughs> Adrian's sweating. Adrian's sweating now for the. Um, yeah, no, I don't, isn't isn't there? Um, I I at some point have understood that the entire point of the arousal exercise to <laughs> <you> get you <laughs> go on. The, Where is that, this that that um, keep going. Like that every time, every time you, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Every time you go to uh, to do it, that it's like the reason you're getting aroused, and like the biological reason behind all that, on some level, is that oh, I'm going to procreate. Okay, right. So it's a, an old school Catholic idea of sex. I have no idea where it came for, from. But, um, as opposed to like, I'm going to have some. No, fun. no, no. It's not. It's not to do with religion. It's like a, a bi- there's a biological rationale for that happening. Is there? On, on some level. This is what I understood. It happens, now, a, it happens, it happens, happens a lot. For, I mean, <laughs> if, if every seed you've spilled was going to be a human being, you'd well, repopulated the planet 15 <laughs> times over, and that's 8 billion. <laughs> but that, obviously, 
obviously uh, <laughs> all the dead children why do, think, why do you think they discovered ma- like pe- man discovered masturbation straight away <laughs> <laughs> like 15 seconds in <laughs> what's this hey <laughs> <laughs> hey Adam Adam <laughs> come here <laughs> do you think we should be doing this together <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean us. I meant Adam and his mate. Um. <laughs> I don't think anybody got that. But now, now everybody's like, your silence. But anyway, that was my understanding of it. I may have mischaracterized what's actually a play, but... I'm starting to hear more negative stories about the snip, though. Well, we've definitely been gathering them. I've People are coming forward uh, yeah. to tell us about... Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did, we, did the, we did the show, and then we went over to have some drinks and some food at uh, Just Eat, friends of friends of ours. We have other friends. Who de- we have other friends who deliver food too. Um, Delivery Deliver is a great brand. I'd also recommend them. Um, ding, 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 ding. And uh, inside, like ten seconds, I had a, another father sharing the story of his snip. He got it done the Ryder Cup weekend. He was like, did a bit of research. Friday afternoon at Ryder Cup weekend. It's like, look, I'm not going back to work. I'm going to have to spend the weekend with my feet up. He thought that was absolutely perfect. He said there was a tightness in the general area for six months. Wait, six months afterwards. Did you? Mm. Did he expand on the tightness? I think. Or was the expansion? <laughs> hey, no, he couldn't. Uh, was, was expansion difficult? I don't know. Uh, he said it worked fine, but like there was definitely he was conscious of there having been a change. So he didn't have a six month sabbatical. He just had no, some no, tightness. no, no. That's weird. I mean, is that the typical experience? I don't know. I mean, it, like, I now have multiple people who've come and told me at various stages about... One of them was a horror story about swelling and it not <laughs> never working again properly. Is that the person who you're meant to rest up for 24 hours and thought, ah, it'll be grand, it feels all right. Yeah. Goes off. Just straight away after, one of the lads was telling us that he got it done and the advice was... He didn't follow the advice. So, he, so there was a big story about, oh... My ball sack, I think, essentially, or whatever it was, swelled up to the point of he wasn't able to walk. And then, anyway, as it unfolded, it was like, oh, they'd given us all this advice about movement. I didn't pay any heed to that. So maybe that was... He went for a cycle, like, or something. He went for a cycle, but he was definitely doing stuff. They were saying that rest up, put your feet up, get off your feet, whatever it was. Yeah. And I just didn't adhere to it, so, I mean... Yeah. I mean, this is really a conversation about contraception, ultimately whether or not men are willing to take responsibility for contraception or if they're willing to leave it in the hands of their partner slash uh, forcing their partner to, lo- to look after it. It's a question about whether or not men are being responsible mm. versus irresponsible galoots. Well, without going all lost and friends, is it not just 99%? Is that not what you're just killing off here that, you know, just in case you're in your mid-40s, you really don't want an accident happening? We can get away with it mid-30s. You you'd survive the accident happening. Yes. Whereas uh, you realise now that your mid thirty self was an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that ultimately you're just ruining your life again. Yes. Yeah. Is it your ball? Will it be your balls that would swell up? I don't know. I guess and to what extent? As opposed to your Mickey. No, I mean I, I'm assuming it's not your Mickey. Are you? There's other, there's other undercarriage area that would you know? like, have parts of the engine. I fear our emails are now going to be tracked by IT over the coming days as we get. Fairly graphic accounts. Dadcast at offtheball.com is the email address if you want to uh, send, us send us in any imagery, the blow-by-blow blow <laughs> account of your... Uh, of where, your where is this place in North Dublin? Balbriggan. 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 Why is Balbriggan 
the hot spot for the no skin. I think it was like they're even doing it in Balbriggan right. so if anybody you couldn't really hear it when I listened back um, uh, somebody an audience member shouted from the crowd going I had to get it done my wife said they're even doing it they're doing them in Balbriggan now and I was like but I'm sure it's absolutely fine. It sounded to me like it was like you know the way they've started. Do you know the way insomnia started to go into uh, post office? Was it what did they, no? It was just shops. Post office. Post offices. offices. Um, so they just have a coffee shop. In the, it sounded to me like it was just like oh, there's an area for the snip down the local spa or whatever. Go on, get in, just get the in injections. In, boom. Get your loaf of bread, pint yeah. of milk, whatever snacks you need. Go back to the be pub. Off your Good idea. Get them everybody liquored up. No, you go in. <laughs> like giving blood, you know, and then you get your pint of Guinness afterwards. Maybe you might stay for a second or third. You could have a nice relaxing seat. Watch the golf, watch the football. Yeah. Get out before the crowd comes in. Yeah. I mean, look, the whole notion of being resting up for the weekend, but like you, you also have young kids when this happens, so there's no real down. resting up. You get a bit, I presume there's a bit of anesthetic involved, is there? Mm. I think it's... <laughs> you could be, well, I wouldn't say they'd agree with giving you a few points after a bit of anesthetic. Would we take sponsorship from Not a... Being an absolutely. Company. Absolutely, we would take sponsorship from... From who? From a snip company. Are there SNP companies? Yeah. Are they not, are they not just called doctors? No, no. Oh, no. There's clinics that like, specialise in... Right. In Ireland? Yeah. I'd say this is far more common than we think. Right. Like, Snips.ie. Yeah. Right. It turns out you probably know loads of people just walking around there. Yeah. Lesser men in your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> 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 that's it, isn't it? As like, long as they're happy, that's... Yeah. Behind closed doors, whatever they get up to themselves. Isn't but is it, so is, it, is the pain is the only reluctance? Then is that what we're saying? I know he's not here to actually explain himself fully, but uh, yeah, I, I, no, I, I wonder if there is also a little bit of like, uh, well, this is saying goodbye to a part of my life that is over, and it's a big part of your life, mm-hmm. especially when you've successfully had kids. Slash, the kids have been born, as opposed to successfully because you know the joy's out in that. Do you? Are you happy to say that's over? That that's the end? Like, that part of your life is done? Irrespective of what's happening. Like, say, you know, say the whole world goes to shit and, like, we're post-apocalyptic and you're one of the few remaining and you're like... I'm kind of useless. I got the snip. Uh, I'm sorry about that, yeah, folks. I'm not going to be able to repopulate the world. And it's like, exactly. Yeah. Well, mm, this guy is a this guy's meat. Let's, let's just eat him. Like, that wouldn't be very nice, would it? <laughs> uh, you can get it undone. You can get it undone. I've heard of success. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a full man. I don't know, I don't know, know why. why. I'm a full I'm man. A full man. <laughs> it must be you. <laughs> I've had no snip. Don't be looking at my balls. <laughs> That's what happens. They chop your balls off. It's just like, it's a scar. I presume it's keyhole. (laughs) 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 I mean, I don't know. Oh, shit. (laughs) I presume it's... I presume there's probably, like, if you're looking close enough, Nathan, which... (laughs) No one ever will be. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) No one's ever going to (laughs) see. But the... uh, the, No one's uh, ever going to see again. Tattoos of my kids. They'll always be my kids. I didn't get a tattoo of my wife, she, would, she might not always be my wife. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, as, as opposed to the world ending. No, no, apocalyptic, apocalyptic right. is far more likely, right? <laughs> I mean, I'd say statistics would show that divorce is imminently more hey, likely. I mean, as we talk about the, uh, the imminent death of the planet every week on the show, I know Dave's not here to tell us, give us the latest update <laughs> on the burning Amazon, but um, uh, yeah, so how, how was the rest of your week? I, mean, I know you, yeah, every, every morning I hear 
the phone rings and Adrian goes, oh, were you out last night? Were you drinking? And it's obviously your croaky voice at the end of no, the No, it wasn't. No, no. You've, you've misreported um, that instance. It could have been. Another no. one of our colleagues who right. won't, won't take you too many guesses, I think. Okay, okay. So, and who probably was drinking. But it does sound... I haven't been out drinking. I do sound. Yeah. I assumed that you went and got pissed after... So we're doing this on the Friday after Nathan and Joe did Roy Keane and Gary Neville. You kind of forget Gary Neville was there at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Neville, I suspect, doesn't forget. Um, and I assumed you'd gone out in the piss after that. And I assumed that the Ireland game was last night. You had full-out commentary of that. No. So I assumed you didn't, did your usual down in one of the pubs watching people sing rebel songs but no it didn't happen no it didn't happen no, no. But you, and yet you feel as hung over as if you'd been on the piss all week I am a shell of a man right now I think I'm as tired as I've ever been what's wrong with you in, my daughter has decided to screw up our lives so my wife only went back to work last week and ever since is waking up every night having had a full year of 10-12 hours sleep pretty much straight every night she's decided at some random time between midnight and 4 in the morning I'm going to wake up and I want a bit of a party. Right. And I'm just going to shout. And, and there's no soothing. I figured it out at about three o'clock this morning. But she's just angry. <laughs> at you. Because we won't let her do what she wants, which is come into the bed and not even sleep, just have a chat. Right. And I've started to realise maybe she has us wrapped around her finger. Hey. I realised this this morning when she's only just started walking. She walked over, picked up her, months, her first months? year. Right. Picked up her new little shoes that she got last week. Walks over to me. Put them on. Yeah. I put them on. She walks over to the front door. Opens the front door. <laughs> walks out the front door. Stands looking at me. I'm like, all right, I better go out here. Forces me to walk around the entire green with her. Every time I try and stop, has an absolute meltdown. Oh, that's cute. I do the full lap of the green. When we get back to the house, she walks back in and it's like... That's class. That's nice, no? Is that not a nice moment of parenting? If I hadn't had three hours sleep last night I might have fully appreciated it but it's, all the time I'm like this all leads into last night as well of you know there's nothing that can actually soothe her she's just you know what I can do what I want here yeah she's a boss how do I change this I don't know how do I, I don't get know. back I think, well, I think uh, trying to find some enjoyment in the midst of the mayhem is the, is the key to all this and like oh fuck me it's harsh like, because last night it was my wife was the one who lost it right who's just like She's going back into that bed. I don't care if she screams for the next three hours. We're leaving her. Yeah. I think Monday night, I was the one who was like, I'm going to put my fist through a wall right now if she doesn't stop. Maybe we just need to get one night. I'm kind of like here going, oh Night on, God. night off. Do the night on, night off thing. If we'd one good night's sleep, I could think rationally mm. and come up with some sort of a plan. Here's the thing. Even if you do get a good night's sleep, you'll never think rationally because you're a parent now and they sucked a little important part mm. of your brain out and so you just need to get used to this. It doesn't feel like the let's just leave her there to cry it out cry. type of cry. It's, it's, a, it's a bit early for that, is it? I'm just going to annoy you. Maybe it's not. Maybe this is the time that you need to do that. Night on, night off. Yeah, probably going to have to do that. We're sort of going through a similar sort of a thing um, with our eldest lad, and um, it's annoying the shit out of both of us. And it's like, so he started Montessori. I was saying that maybe that was the last one, the one before that. He started Montessori on Monday. Um, which is an altogether different story that we can, I can get into at some point. But I think it might just have him out of kilter a small bit. So, mm. like, he's going to bed and he's, like, even last night, oh, unbelievable night last night. Um, uh, wife was out, went out in the town, by the way, lads. Hey. Looked after, just yeah. to let you know. Uh, looked after the two kids on my own. Second time ever. We had a tweet about that. Um, let's get to it. No, not second time, no, no. At least the third. <laughs> and, and, uh, just to keep her updated. I did, at a quarter, t- I got the two of them. I was in my head, I was like, 
I wonder could I get them to sleep by quarter to eight? Is that in any way uh, reality? Ireland were playing Switzerland last night at quarter to eight, obviously. Um, and suddenly we went up, went through the routine. The baby started dozing off. I was like, holy shit, this is actually going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, got your man on. And they were both, he was a little bit of wailing to about 10 to 8, and that was it, gone. Anyway, but at a half 11, starts, and this wouldn't be him at all. Like it'd be, he'd go to bed and he would get up at sort of 6 and start rummaging around and come in for, or maybe before that, and come in and go to bed with us. Like, just sort of wailing and like, like you were saying, there's no, there's any great rhyme or reason to it. There's no, Making him happy about anything. And was he then, awake or was he asleep? He was awake, yeah. Right, because. And then, so I managed to get him down. Managed to get him back to sleep again after some discussions about whatever it was. And then I woke up this morning to come in here at half five, and he's in the bed beside me, sitting up. Downstairs, downstairs, come on, downstairs, open the blinds. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's dark outside. Everyone else is sleeping. Downstairs, come on, and just wouldn't go back to bed. And he's in that, that's, he's doing that now. In a way that he wouldn't have done before, he would have. He would do that, and then you go. It's dark. Let's continue to sleep, and he'd go back to it. Right. But there's just no. There is no talking to him. I don't know what to do. Like, we haven't quite got to the night on, night off thing, but I think we're. I think that's where we're headed. And do you feed him in the middle of the night? No. He's like two and a half. So it's not that he's hungry or anything. Yeah. See, I don't mind when I when she's wailing. I don't maybe, mind maybe because it it's sort of that's a oh, give me the soother or give me a bottle and I'll go back to sleep. It's the, like at last night at 20 past 12, just as I'm getting to sleep. Daddy! Daddy! She sounds very awake there. (laughs) I walk in, she's like, sitting up. Daddy! Daddy! (laughs) And I like, put the suit around, walk out. (laughs) So like, I leave her for a few minutes. All I'm hearing is like, the apocalypse has arrived as she smashes her head off every part of the... To try and, Ugh. like, at one stage she had her arm wrapped in some awkward angle to try Around and, the almost self-inflicted, to try and cause herself some pain so we'd have to come and rescue her. Right. So, like, maybe I'm reading too much into it here, but maybe, maybe. it does feel as though there's some deep psychological issues creeping in very early with this child. That at three in the morning, I'm really not that equipped to I solve. would definitely, I would be open to any suggestions from listeners about what, well, the hunger one actually I haven't really considered but I don't think it's that yeah you can also can't get into that because then no, I'm going to wake up for my midnight treat now no, see that's what we, we have that problem because so I think at one she should have a bottle in the morning and a bottle before bed but she's the morning bottle which up to a few weeks ago was say seven eight o'clock <coughs> has been getting progressively earlier to oh my god it's like four in the morning so like just give her the bloody bottle to get her back to sleep but is she at midnight going there's one of these coming again. Yeah, but then last night she got the bottle, didn't even... She's like, great. Knock a block off her. At least deliver it. At least you expect that it like, like, knocks them out. I want two hours at least, yeah. minimum out of that. No. Gone. Pegs it across the room. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's that shit over the head. Good luck. Into the basketball ring. No, you got a battle in there, Nathan. <laughs> this is what I am. I'm sorry for your trouble. This is what I'm concerned about. Yeah. Uh, I think going to, um, going to school definitely discombobulates them massively when mm. they haven't done that before like so our third one just started as well and it's gone completely mental and school school <clears throat> no Montessori Montessori and instead of just like understanding this and dealing with it and accepting that he's going to be a psychopath for the next couple of weeks you get sucked into it and you end up like screaming mm. and like five minutes afterwards you're going oh my god what? like how how did that happen how, how did we allow this to happen again how does it become the currency of 
exchange where you're they're going to shout and you're going to shout and they're going to shout more and you're going to shout more and it just keeps escalating and like what's what is the point mm. like uh, until you step back and you go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna step back and be cool now yeah. 15 seconds like, Come on, I'm <laughs> and another thing I check, out our, check out our dms there jer are there some there was a dm yeah oh our, I, I, I think don't. our dms are open I, they are, yeah. I um, I deleted the uh, Twitter app from my phone. Oh, say. I now use the browser, and it's a really shit experience. You've actually missed DMs. Is it a lifestyle choice? I'm trying to, yeah. Be more present. Yeah, it's not not really working very well. What did you say? Sorry. <laughs> you see, I find that whenever I delete the Twitter app to try and be more present, I find myself still going on on Safari onto Twitter, and I end up spending so much time trying to get onto it because it's so crap. Somebody still signed in here from uh, from this morning. Oh, Andrew Barry, yeah. Oh, I'll sign oh. that shit out there, yeah. It's, I it's, have the DMs here. Shut off. I'm going to check your DMs. Don't worry. Slide, don't be sliding in. The tweets. Um, just the, the uh, my Montessori. I would like to apologise to my wife for sharing intimate details. So this is is this the first year of Montessori? Yeah, first. He went in on Monday. So we've been potty training him for the last month or whatever it was, and we pretty much have it under control. Yeah. Um, the... Yeah, pretty much under control. A couple of accents here and there. He, see, the problem is, right, he's a little bit shy, right? So even with us, he won't always get you. And also, with kids, I think, at that age, they don't always get you in time, so they'll literally say, boop and you're like, okay, good. Oh, no, you've just done your pants. Good, okay. But, so whatever with us, he's he is the sort of uh, kid who, it'll take him a bit of time to... Um, I see the other, I brought him in, we brought him in on Monday, and then I brought him in on Wednesday, and I can see the other kids around. Some of them are like what you might expect from a mix of kids that age and I'm really outgoing right up in your face and like and having chats and crack and playing and all that and he's kind of the opposite of that and uh, when I've been there with him early and the more kids that arrive the more shy he gets and so then when you partner that with um, obviously just coming out the other end of potty training he's kind of reluctant to go to the teacher here and he also it seems like he doesn't like the toilet seat bizarrely um, I don't know what that's all about Um so, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So he went in on Monday at kind of nine o'clock. Uh, we got a text then at, well, it might have been like 10 or half 10. He was only due to be in there till 12. That's the day, obviously. And then uh, he had done a poo in his pants. They uh, cleaned him up. And I think generally they tried to send him home after doing something like that. Really? What? Yeah. No, they just changed the clothes and go. Yeah. Like no, this, no way. Yeah. No. So. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, and then... Ah. Want to get prime time involved? Second day then, there was... Uh, no, to be fair, they're, they're, they really are excellent. They are, they are actually are excellent. Um, and the second day, yeah, so he did, did a wee and the same sort of stuff. So I was like, right, Wednesday, I'm going to... I'm taking the ball by the horns there. I'm going to bring... Because our child manager brought him down then. She was like that. If I go down with him the Wednesday, I'll bring him in. I'll be the best person to be able to familiarise him with all the area, get him to sort of meet the kids, show him, bring him in, show him where the toilet is, show him the various toys and how you know he can easily go up and ask the teacher if he needs to go to the toilet I'd be the best person to possibly do that everything was going swimming all the way down got in there there was no reluctance to go in or anything like that one kid arrives and he's kind of playing a little bit with her and then another kid arrives and he's getting a bit quieter more kids arrived and it's like shut down lift me up brought him in tried to familiarise him wailing 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 and um, ultimately then I had the, the teacher just said listen why don't you just give him to me and you go for it like leg it, mm. which is what I did, and obviously stood outside around outside the door where he couldn't see me for long enough to hear what was going on, and wailing, wailing, wailing continued. And um, anyway, the upshot of that day was he had a great day, didn't do any accidents, played with all the other kids, had a whale of a time, and so I kind of thought, oh, we're 
That's it. We're in Hobbin Hose, and then went back in again yesterday and did two uh, wees in his pants. And, like, at some point, does it get involved with the children? It's not... Do you know what? Like, you know the way you talk to people about how's Montessori going for your kid, and they're like, oh, he's flying it. Absolutely. You're taking, like, duck to water, that. and I'm like, oh, Jesus. I've been talking to people this week who are all saying that. That they flying it. That their kids are like, oh. Ours is um, definitely a fairly traumatic experience for him going in. Uh, didn't want to leave the house, had a meltdown. Right. Made everybody else be late for school. When right. it's a big enough... So he's, he's started a week after our middle child started in school as well so she's not really getting the oh this is still great for you so she's actually arriving late because uh, your man's like I don't want to go to school and so then this morning she's like I'm not going to school so I just gave her I gave her a pound a, an English pound coin she was delighted and was like okay off you go so it turns out I, I can bribe and then he wanted some as well so he was like okay I, to get out to the car I gave him like a five cent coin happy days I realise that I'm building in a lot of issues <laughs> further in life creating avaricious capitalist you got through the morning eh well hey I mean I know, any, anything for a bit of peace but uh, no he was definitely like it wasn't straightforward for him going in because um, he's been in, this is his first time going so and was he settled when he got there then or um, no there was definitely like a sitting with him for 20 minutes right. and then so it'll get better. Like that's the thing. Yeah, so our it. our first one didn't enjoy going at all. The second one was delighted to be Ever. going uh, at the start, and then sorry, this lasts a week. Right. This lasts a week, and then it gets over. Uh-huh. Um, like um, yeah, our eldest was the same. Even probably took a bit longer. Second ran in, but then they've seen it all before. That's like pretty much everything. Yeah. But it, it like it is. Yeah, exactly. So your second child will see. will pick him up from. Uh, Crash will like yeah. pick him up from school before she experiences any of this stuff and is like, oh, I want to go and see what they're doing in there. Show me the stuff that you're doing. She's also hard as nails in a way that he isn't. Like already, I can tell that. Yeah, like it is incredibly stressful when they're because of this new ECCE thing where they go in for two years. So obviously, the first day of school used to be the big moment, whereas this is far worse. I think mm. the first day of Montessori because at least in school they're at sort of an age where. You can try and reason with them a little bit. You can sort of make them understand. At three, going in, yeah, like I know, yeah, still or, pi- yeah, they're still pissing their pants. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah our four-year-old. The, the, the toilet thing, though, we had that issue as well with the second lad, where, and again, maybe it was just the Montessori or same thing. Like, was started pissing his pants and trying to figure out what was going on, and it was that the, the teacher was insistent that the children asked her to bring them to the toilet. But he, like any lad, would leave it so long when he'd need to go to the toilet. He'd have to to go. He'd need to go. There'd be no sign of her. Yeah. Like, was turning into again a deep psychological problem that eventually. I'm like, where was the teacher though? She was in the other room. I was like, so was there nobody there with you? No. Like, yeah. All right. It's hard to get a crash spot, isn't it? So we just have to stick with this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Sounds, Jesus, like you, so, sounds like you so might have... What happened? Um, no, he stayed going there. I wouldn't have said it was the greatest experience of all time. Yeah. He got through it. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> That's not great, is it? It's not a great analysis of... Yeah. I mean, it's not great. Like, you're... You know, there's no checks and balances, really. I mean, oh, they well. say there are, but there aren't. Well, it's clearly, you watch the primetime documentary... I said yeah, we got it. screwed over because... As you um, know, we didn't watch that. I watched it, I think. We, um, we got screwed over completely because the first year, like, it was fine. Like It was okay the first year, but when he was going back for the second year, 
he was told he would have a different teacher who we had seen was really good. And we're like, all right, because we had the option of moving him. It was going to be a bit more hassle. Like, I could walk him down to the crash from where our house was. This was going to be a bit of a pain in the ass. But it was like, look, obviously, if it's a better thing, we'll do it. But then we're like, ah, oh, new teacher. It'll be all grand. Rock in the first day. Old teacher's back again. All right. You, you told us two months ago that she was going to be teaching him. Oh, yeah, she's leaving next week, so... Uh, Go back to the other crash, sorry. Oh, no spaces. No. Nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, it's not great. Can I read out a text? Go for it, yeah. That I got from my wonderful wife. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. <laughs> great person. On the podcast. How's she well, doing? One of life's great human beings. A saint, I think well, we would all agree. No, a I, saint. I would, I would endorse all of that. So we went... with you, I mean. We may have mentioned, and I'm 100% on that page. Um, <clears throat> we went to, we may have mentioned that we were at Electric Picnic last week, and um, we were... Uh, we all travelled together, and uh, so Ger came over to pick up me and arrived at the door, and uh, Con comes out and he's like, oh, traffic jam, Dad. I'm like, oh, yeah, come on, great, 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 traffic jam. And so we took off took off down the road to pick up uh, you. And it was late, Nathan was late, we missed our slot, but no, it's not a big deal, we're not, we're not going to bring it up every podcast. Well, it's on the record now that it was yeah. your fault, so that's kind of the main thing. Um, so we took off down the road. It was like one of those days that was like actually really sunny at some points and then a bit wet at other times. So the kind of rain was on and off and my wife was heading off up to her parents uh, for the day, uh, for the night, given that I wasn't, uh, I wasn't around. So um, they were packing up the car. You never mentioned you were totally off the hook that even when you got home, you could have kept partying. I know, but like every sort of dad with kids of um, mine's ages... At some point, I was like, I'm just bollocks now. Going to bed would be an absolute dream. <laughs> yeah, you fuckers made me drive the whole way to the south side. I was like, I was just I was 15 minutes from my gaff when we reached the corner of the M50. I got home an hour and 25 okay. minutes later. Nathan had to go to Bricks. work the next day, so I was just doing this all for him, really. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're taking off down the road. We're not long gone, and I get this text uh, from my wife. Uh, starts raining as putting stuff in the car. I tell Con to stay inside because of the rain. We stand inside and look outside, and he says, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> it's great because it's something you would literally say as you're standing I trying to go somewhere. Which one of the sheets he's getting it from? Twist. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a little story from that. I mean, and I have said before previously that I'm sort of easy enough with the bad language. Which I still kind of am, to be honest. I guess I'd probably st- stay that way until it lands me in some kind of bother. But uh, I kind of think it's other people's issues. And the bother is going to be, he says it's somebody who matters. Is that it? Like somebody you don't want well, like to say. Like if he says it to, if he goes to the teacher, Ugh. for fuck's sake, then an issue, yeah. that wouldn't be great. And like, I mean, I don't have an issue with it. It's other people's issue. But I, I mean, still don't uh, think you want your kid. It's fine when they say it in a funny way like that, once every so often. I... If he's in Montessori mm. and he's and, it sitting down and he's very comfortable in a couple of months' time and he's sitting with his mates like, fuck's sake, <laughs> can we play with these toys? And he's like, and the other kids, no, that's my toy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the other kid's like, what? <laughs> what did that guy say? <laughs> what age is that guy? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> but like, somebody else. But the thing about it is, it's not a. He's not saying it like he was just saying in a. It, he was saying it in no emotion whatsoever. It was just something he's obviously heard somebody else say. It wasn't like there was no aggression about it. And even if you were to tie an emotion to it, it was just exasperation, right? Like it wasn't. No, no, you don't need to explain. We understand. No, but saying. what I'm saying is, he could be sitting there. He said it in the correct manner. He could be sitting with his mates at the Montessori and start raining, and he might go, "Oh, fuck's sake!" <laughs> and that's not bad. Like there's nothing wrong. There's not nothing outside not. of the use of the word. No. There's no aggressive emotion to it. So I presume your wife is blaming you for this. Well, we, well, we haven't had any great discussion outside. The truth was just cracking ourselves laughing about it. Um, Check tweet, out your DM while we're talking about your, a tweet, your wife. A tweet from Aidan Goff on the accumulation of plastic issue that Dave McIntyre raised around birthdays, Christmas. Uh, my daughter got an invite to a five-year-old's party with a line saying that gifts weren't necessary, but a five-year-old voucher for Smith would be appreciated as the girl was saving for a bike. I presume this was last week, was it? Yeah. So what was the problem that there's too many presents? Too much plastic, too much crap, let's stop buying plastic tat. But I, once the kids start school, there's no presents. It's a fiver in a card. It's a fiver in a card, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's a couple of things that you don't realise um, that you kind of have to go through and someone has to tell you that if you're at a party and it's a kid's party, it's okay to leave your children. You just you drop your children and run. Oh, sorry, that should be on, like, we should have had that on our <clears throat> first ever pod. We did, we, did it, we did it a while back, but somebody was like, ah, oh, there was like, people came to this party and they, they left their children, they thought I was going to babysit them for two hours. I was like, yes, that's your job. And it's, uh, the benefit is that you get that ten times. That's why you should invite as many people as you possibly can. Mm. You can possibly afford, stretch as far as you can. Well, there is that, you see, are you putting a fiver card in? Yeah. We put a tenner card in. Oh, fiver oh. cards. And when you have two kids, one in <clears> second <throat> class and one in senior infants, there's certain periods of the year where there's no three parties yeah. a weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, and joint parties. Why, why did it reach a tenner? Why not, just, why not send out the WhatsApp? I don't know. At the start of the year. Five hundred cards. I don't know how it became a tenner. I would recommend, we should do a list of recommendations. And look, if they want... Southside wankers. Listen, what? If, if this place in the Southside want to give me free membership for the year, that's perfectly fine. Who? Best place for a party on the Southside. Who? It's probably on the Northside. What? Fit Zone in Leopardstown. At the race course, it's in, you know, those big white shells. It's just like a bouncy play area place. Yeah. And they might have a football pitch in that. So, adults aren't allowed in. Oh. At all. Oh, hang on. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> but then five minutes later, when I was sitting having coffee, I thought, <laughs> you know what? So, adults, if they want, can go down and look in. Right. The viewing area. There's a viewing area. But, basically, they line all the kids up. They all go off down into this play area. They shut the door behind them. There's yeah. a viewing area. Come back in an hour and 45 minutes. Ours. There's a lovely little coffee shop right beside it. Great. You just go in there and chill uh, out. What ages can you go to there at from? I'd say like from whatever age. Mm. Yeah, but th- so we're, our next birthday is an eight-year-old birthday next week. And we've like nothing. What, what do you do for eight-year-olds? Because like, they want to bring them to your house. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Invite as many people as you can, Jerry. <laughs> the, the exact opposite idea is obviously not inviting people to your house is the key. I think nothing sums up a person's personality as a parent as to if they can have a child's birthday party in their house. You're clearly incredibly relaxed. If you, all the people I've seen do it, I'm like, okay, something just a bit. You're, you're, just, you're, right, you're probably you? chilled out. Like, Something a bit better about you is what you're. There is, yeah. I'm yeah. like, like, how do you not hate every single one of these children? How are <laughs> well, you not just, just running around wanting to, break. Wanting to kill uh, them all? Uh, I mean, I look. There's nothing in the house that I would care about really that much. A few books. That's about it. Um, kids. I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, they, they'll survive. They'll survive the party, and the kids, so that the kids can break. But it's the tidying up afterwards. Oh. It's the preparation. It's the like. 
No. No? no. My no, waddy no. all over your wall. Piss and puke and... Ugh. Who knows? Um, the five-euro voucher is like the solution to everything um, for all that stuff. And Gavin was in touch to say, Aldi car park, two cars in parent and child spaces, no children in the car. I can only assume they're both being kept in the boot. This shouldn't annoy me as much as it does. I feel hashtag dadcast is partially to blame for my diligence on this subject. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Good man, Gavin at Purple Blah. Give us your DM and then we'll get out of here. I'll slide into our own DMs here. Am I? What's the etiquette? Am I allowed to read the name? They've signed it off with their name and they haven't stipulated that I should read the names. Go for it. Rob Byrne. Good afternoon, good morning and good evening to you, Rob. Just listen to today's podcast. He says, on the Dodies, there's a fairy garden in Malahide Castle with a dedicated station to leave Dodies for the fairies. Worked a treat with my three-year-old. The fairies had left a present in the house by the time we went home. There were a couple of wobbles, but the fact that we handed it over meant he knew they were gone can't believe my life has come to... Can't believe my life has come to this. Rob. Was that it? Yeah. No, there's another one. That there's one was more. fine as well. No, there's more. That there's one more. was fine. Marty Park, we had to go to Marty Park where they also had some sort of a fairy tree. We did... Um, we've just done the exact same thing and uh, cut ties with the gum gums, as we call them, and we've put them in the bin. And I think we're past them. Yeah. Um, Mark Kenny says, lads, you bollocked up uh, the episode numbers or else you're releasing episode 35 at a later date. Producer, this is episode official, 35. Official comment. Uh, is this the poor Adrian one you're talking yes. about? Yes. So, uh, Spud 83, I mean, it's whatever it is. Poor Adrian's still getting a hard time about texting his wife. From my experience, my wife would murder me if I left the kid screaming rather than text her. Good man, Spud. <laughs> well, well, no, so how does she know? This is my point. <clears throat> Here's what happens. If your child has been screaming all night and your wife is out and she arrives back at one in the morning and the child is up going apeshit... She's like, oh my God, was it like this all night? You go, no, 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 it was all Why grand. Would you do was that? Like, would you not play up the fact that you've, like, had torture for the last few hours? No, because... Brownie points. She won't go out again. It's the opposite of brownie points. It's, it's feelings of guilt. Yeah, she, she won't go out again. No, it's like, well the done you. The reason that you are putting up with this is so that when you want to go out, mm. you're saying, oh, I'm going to stay out till three in the morning because, remember, you know, we're all on the same level here. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did the same. You're not. Yes. You're, I don't just view you as like um, you know cattle who gives birth to this thing for me. That's you know. And when they start welling the house down. Yeah, I'm on. like no. We're we're emotionally on the same level here. We're involved as a team in building this thing together. And I looked after the child tonight. It was absolutely fine. You should go and do that again. I mean, I the last part I can get aboard with, but the lying to them about the behaviour of the child I'm just like why would you bother episode 35 I, we didn't screw it up it's, it's in the system and it will go live next week and then this will also go live um, but episode 35 was our Ross Carl Kelly special oh. which has not gone live yet oh. so. is that a deliberate tactic or yeah, because producer, uh, producer strikes put, again no we put uh, the Electric Picnic Festival live straight away because it was festival season yeah. we the royal we you chumps didn't have anything to do with it I see oh. couldn't even show up on time Anyway, does anybody else have anything that apart from that? So Adrian reading out a, a, a tweet about himself being great. That's a, an appropriate I, To be fair, I was, well, I was trying I to bring up again that. Like, fair play, Nathan. No, good man. I'm just good, stressing the point. He was wrong, and that guy's wrong too. Oh, no, Spud is right. And that guy, that one guy in the audience of Ask your wife, Spud. Don't, don't just Like, assume. I find when my parents' baby says they're brilliant because no matter what's happened... It was fine. We come back to like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, it probably that's was, weird. Though. I was like, she hasn't slept all night in... Six months. Oh, no, she yeah. left all three. Okay, perfect. Great. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. I mean, it's <laughs> I not a great care. policy when it comes to gays in the military, but it's great when it comes to parenting. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> On that note, finished? No, I, I disagree, but that's... 
but let's just keep that for another day. <laughs> JP laughter in the background. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you next week. You can get us uh, at Dadcast Pod on Twitter. Email us with any of your longer complaints. Dadcast at offtheball.com. And do please leave a rating for us. It really helps in terms of uh, getting the word out there about other desperate parents who might need some help, just like us. See you next week. 